0: spectacularly. I don't even know how to explain it. Out of nowhere, guess what? Relationship with my father was going down through my pants. Oh, like turds. It's weird. Boom boom. And people are shocked. No, 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 not boom boom. Well, who gets to follow that? This is the Rack and Tour Denver podcast. This episode of Rack and Tour Denver is brought to you by Pete Beland. Colorado Creative Industries and Margaret Murphy. For more information about Rack and Tour Denver or our sponsors, please visit Denver.com. Hello everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Uh I'm Amber Blaze and <laughs> uh, this is my event. <laughs> Um, it's called and Tour Denver, and it's a bi-monthly storytelling event. It takes place uh, at different locations around Denver. Jess Robley is an actress and a writer and a director here in Denver, and she's been in a number of plays, um, and she's also starring in a few this summer. She's really amazing, and you should check her out. <laughs> Everyone give it up for Jess. Thank, Thank you, Amber. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, an undisclosed number of years ago, I was in my 20s. And I used to go to this place really close to here. It was a cafe my friend Rachel and I used to go. And it was called the Monkey Bean Cafe. And I think their rent got raised 400%, and then they swiftly shut down. But it was a really cool place. Uh, and it had concrete floors and these cushy secondhand sofas and chairs and the occasional stuffed monkey and you could buy a a spectacular dish of balls of chocolate and peanut butter that were called monkey's balls. And I was in my searching, searching 20s, and in this phase of I want to do all the things, and I want to have what it takes to do all the things, but I don't know what the things are that I want to do. I loved this place, and I needed those monkey's balls to eat. And um, so I would go there... And it was this warm, comfortable oasis of a place. Like, it was great. And one night, I'm there with my friend, Raisha. And uh, we decide to get these hot drinks. And uh, we go up to the barista, and she's got this cool, spiky blonde haircut. And she gives us our hot drinks, and we drink them on the sofas in our winter coats that I don't think we ever took off. I just don't remember taking them off. And I was feeling warm and... You know, easy in my skin, and I asked her, "Oh, you know, who does anyone ever play that piano that sits by the door?" It's so it's so great. It's like this old wooden upright piano, and um, I asked her that because I have a deep and worshipful admiration for people who are musical. These sorcerers fascinate me. I love them. And I think that anyone who can just stop at a a stray piano that shows up in their life and then sing and play it, that's magical. I don't understand how the hell they know how to do it, how it makes sense to them to do this and then this, a different... I don't understand. But I love them. I think what they make is searingly beautiful. I'm that excited about it. And I... Don't get music. I don't get it, and I, I it took me a while to figure out that I don't get it. I these were my clues. Um, my dad, who's a military guy, pretty unartistic, would happen along when I was singing some pop song to my adolescence, and he'd be like, "Oh, I gotta get you some singing lessons, baby." Oh, and he'd like groan, and then my mom would kind of gently guide me away from trying out for the school musical, and then a very well-spoken mezzo-soprano kind of let me drift away from a Gilbert and Sullivan musical thing in college. I, I did well in school. I play a couple sports, but music is my failing. So back to the monkey bean. My friend Rache and I have our hot drinks, and the barista tells us that very few people play that piano. It just sits there, and I'm sad about it I think that's a damn shame that is tragically unrealized potential this is a cold night just imagine what how great it would be if this place were filled with like human magic and people outside could see the lights on and hear the music inside it's the classic juke joint from the movies right go in there it's the best and I don't know this barista at all but she saw completely eye to eye with me on this all right, And you know how it's great when you just throw something out there to a stranger and they just get you. You see eye to eye. It's the best. And she says, my dream is that someone's going to walk in off the street, sit down at that piano, and just start playing Tiny Dancer. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Yes, I like that dream. Yes, I second that motion. And I, I think that I could make that happen. And I was working in theater at the time. I still do, as Amber said. And I thought, I know magical musical people who can do this for her. I know that. And I can't play it and I can't sing it. But I coordinate these people all the time for rehearsals and shows. And I'm, I just feel like also at this time, I was really particularly in love with my community of friends. I was just in love with them. It was so the time of learning and feeling deep down inside, friends being the family that you choose for yourself. That's really real for me. And so within a couple of weeks, I line up a tall, handsome piano man to play this tune for us. And yes, I did have a thing for him, and yes, it came to absolutely nothing. (laughs) And I lined up about 12 actor friends to be a part of this, sit casually in the monkey bean, drinking coffee as if they didn't know each other until the appointed time at which the piano man would play the music and they would stand, sing the lines. We'd all gather up and stand and sing the finale of the song together. And it's all planned. I clear this plan with Monique. Monique is key. She's the owner of the Monkey Bean. And I go to her and I'm like, Monique, who is this barista? Spiky blonde haircut. That's the one I need to know about. When is she working? And um, she's into it. Monique is down for this. And... I'm excited because she tells me when she's working. And also, Monique tells me that this barista's birthday is coming up. It's like Sunday. It's coming up. So it's perfect. We're going to do this on her birthday as a surprise. Monique is great. Now, everyone I'm talking to about this project (laughs) thinks it's a little weird that I have somehow embraced this dream of a stranger that I talked to for like six minutes tops Um, and no one has any extra time. We don't have money. We don't, we're doing artistic projects and scraping by, but everyone's pretty on board. People are excited about it. There's something like about this endeavor that is pure. It feels good. It feels right. It feels different from our usual gig where we're like, oh, can I please be in your play? That's kind of mediocre, but I need it so bad. Um... Or, like, making a play and recognizing that the play you made isn't that great and you have to fix it. Or begging people to come to your show that you're proud of but no one's coming to. It's different from that. It's, like, simpler. We are performers delivering a dream with our performance. And it's simple. And I got to admit, I was pretty proud of myself. Okay? Because this was a gorgeous opportunity. And I thought, this is beautiful. I'm seizing this opportunity. This is great. And um, I thought, you know, this is really, really thoughtful of me. You know, I'm a pretty good person right now. <laughs> so the big day is coming closer and closer. It arrives. Raish and I go to the monkey bean. We are there. It's happening. We go inside, and our friends are scattered at the various tables, acting like they don't know each other, all according to plan, really good. And we get in line. A couple more of our friends come into the line. It's all good. We get up to the barista, and I'm like, this is great. She doesn't know. I'm checking her face. I'm scrutinizing her face. And I'm like, does she know what's happening? Is she on to us? Did Monique let something slip? Oh, my gosh, I love her new haircut. I get her. She gets me. It's so good. And then Raisha and I go to our table. We sit there. Time passes. Time passes. Time passes. Time passes. passes. Much like in Erica's story and the poop story. Time passes. (laughs) Um, And we're sitting there, and the piano man doesn't show. He's not there. We can't speak to each other, but everyone is very aware that a key player is missing from this event. I'm like, oh, God, I have to call a handsome man and wake him up. It makes me nervous. He's handsome. Can he handle it? Will he hate me? And I called him because I had to because 12 people were there because I asked him to be there. So I call him, and I wake him up because it's the first day of daylight savings. I did not realize this. So the world has sprung forward an hour, and he has not. (laughs) And I wake him up, and then 15 or 20 minutes later, we're pretty far behind schedule at this point, um, he shows up, bedhead, rumpled, sits at that wooden piano, starts to play Tiny Dancer. I'm pretty nervous right then. I have butterflies, like, all over, and it's, I guess I thought, I gave away all the singing lines. You know, I don't have to sing by myself. I'll sing in a group. Great. But I'm in charge of a musical event, kind of. And also, I'm putting out an original project, kind of, of my own in front of a group of people. And it's kind of early in my life of doing that. And I'm nervous suddenly. I look over at the barista with her cute new hair, and I think, oh, my God, this is so weird. This is weird. What I'm doing? I really think it's unnecessary. <laughs> I am like, I planned. I thought this is gonna be great. I'm. Gonna, I've created. I envisioned it to be like a sunbeam that I create that comes through her window of her life and just shines on her life for a moment. Like she doesn't see it coming, but it's just magic, you know. And it gets to happen. But then I look over at her and she is lit. She can see. She don't need no sunbeam. Okay, it's fine. She does not need this. And yet my friends are singing. You know, they're standing up in chairs just like these, surrounded by strangers, singing their guts out. Um, Rasha sings like an angel. She's really talented. Aaron kicks ass on the piano man making his stand in the auditorium part, which I can't do, but it's really good. And it's getting weird. Because people around them are just shocked. It's not like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It's not. It's weird and people are shocked and it's like, oh my god, there's some boldness happening near me. There's some open heartedness that I feel uncomfortable with. Really close to my body. And and the actors are trying so fucking hard to make their voices heard in this space over the principal reason that this is not going well, and that is that is spiky blonde Barista who changed her hair. She's the problem. Because she's over there thrashing out hot drinks on that espresso machine like she's like Henry motherfucking Ford. Okay, she's over there, she's like <coughs> Then she's like Bam, 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 bam repeat over and over through the song and her face is like thunderclouds. She looks so mad. Maybe mad, I think. I'm watching her face. People are still singing. No, maybe she's frustrated. Maybe she's sad. And then I look at her and I go, oh my God, she's embarrassed. She's mortified. And we're like halfway through the song. So it's not really appropriate to stop the sunbeam. You know, it's like happening. And you can't really stop it. It's worse. And so I just let it go. It's an endurance contest for all of us at this point. And finally, we reach the end of the song. There's a light clapping. And um, the people who've had their brunch are like, oh my, what a fun flash of creativity we just had. (laughs) Oh my God. And meanwhile, barista still thrashing out those drinks. She's still conk, 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 hitting all those wet coffee grounds out of there. She's just pissed. And her boss, Monique, steps into this awkwardness, to her credit, with some homemade cupcakes that are on the house for everyone to share for this birthday event. She sets them out. It's over. I feel stunned. I go to my friends. I say, thank you. Oh, my gosh, that was really great. You did a great job. Which they did. They did. And I am confused. So I go, Monique. Monique, what? It just doesn't seem like she really liked that at all. Um, Do do you know why? I mean, look at her. Wait, is that her? And Monique says, well, no, the barista that you talked to quit a little while back, but it's her birthday today. And I was like, Monique. Monique. Monique, motherfucking Monique, why did you just let me schedule a large group of people to sing a song to fill the dream of a person who is not here? She's not here. We just sang that whole thing to the wrong person. Monique, you're killing me. It's over between us. And then I turn to my friends. They're behind me. They're sitting on those couches. And I'm dreading telling them this news. I am the mastermind of this philanthropic beautiful thing and I turn to them they're people who I really respect their artistic vision all of it I almost put them on a pedestal too much and I go over to them and I'm like well the reason that everything here today felt completely wrong uh, the whole time is that uh, a spiky blonde barista who changed her hair is actually a girl with different hair entirely it's actually the girl we just whose birthday we ruined. And I tortured her with music on her birthday. And I got a crowd of my friends to help me do it publicly in front of a crowd of people. And I think the truth of the matter underneath all of it is that I just really, really wanted to be able to play the piano for this person. But I couldn't. And I still can't. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Rack and Tour Denver. If you enjoyed the podcast and live in Denver, join us on July 11th at Infinite Monkey Theorem for our next event titled Tales of the Tour. Here's a reminder to head to racontourdenver.com where you can find upcoming events, speaker bios, podcasts, and more. Our music this episode was created by Tom Hagerman. Find out more about Tom at tomhagerman.com. Yeah.